You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. In The Trauma of Everyday Life, Mark Epstein uses Buddhist philosophy and modern psychology to examine the transformative potential of trauma. In this reading from the book, he talks to his dying father. Death is like taking off a tight shoe, I wanted to tell him, but I wasn't sure he would believe me if I went that far in the conversation. Yet I thought, with his scientist mind, he might just sense the possibility of investigating what I was suggesting. If the Buddha was to be believed, there was a place of lucidity from which even dying could be observed. Epstein's book came out of the collision between his Buddhist beliefs and his psychological training. Modern psychology teaches the import of attachment. There's a whole uh, aspect of psychological theory now called attachment theory, which is about how important it is for an infant to bond with the mother or father, whoever the caregiver is. And we know that those early attachments are very important for our later grown-up attachments. It's hard to have a decent relationship if those early relationships are fraught. But looking at the Buddha's life, Epstein found a disquieting opposition. From the Buddhist side, you know, the Buddha abandoned his wife and young child when he was 29 years old to seek his enlightenment in the forest. And uh, this notion of non-attachment in Buddhism always made me wonder, is that what we're really supposed to be doing, leaving our families in order to seek enlightenment? That, That couldn't be right. He then discovered an unexpected link. I was trying to reconcile the importance of attachment, the way we think about it in therapy, and the importance of non-attachment, the way the Buddha actually taught it. And then I realized that trauma was actually the linking concept. In order to really understand what the Buddha taught by non-attachment, we have to be able to experience ourselves in a complete way, including all of the feelings that we might wish are not there. In examining the Buddha's life, Epstein noted that the Buddha's mother dies shortly after his birth, and this idea formed the core of his book. I was on a silent retreat, and they do have a small library there, even though you're not supposed to read. And the Buddhist texts are as voluminous as the works of Freud. They take up an entire huge shelf. It's like the Encyclopedia Britannica or something, you know. And uh, I would go in and... uh, pull down one book at random and then open the book at random and, and read whatever it was. And I, and I would look to see if there was any kind of uh, teaching for me that would be useful in my retreat. But when I first started to think about this idea of the Buddha's loss of his mother and did that have meaning, was it there for a reason in our 20, 20th, 21st century, you know, and could I make something of it? The first book that I pulled down randomly, I then opened randomly, And there's only one page, one paragraph in all of this Encyclopedia Britannica that talks about the Buddha's loss of the mother, and I opened to it. Um, So I I was like, oh no, I guess I really do have to write about this. Mark Epstein's The Trauma of Everyday Life is a fascinating psychological examination of the Buddha's life and a vision of the role of trauma as a transformative force in our everyday lives. The way out of pain Epstein observes is through it. With time to read, I'm Rick Kleffel. Find out more at agonycolumn.com. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony.